0: told you guys yesterday I had no idea what to expect from that R. Rooney session, and there's a reason for that, it turns out. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kowatchevich of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates that I hope you'll check out. I was one of a handful of reporters over on the south side for the annual... Rooney session lasted about 23 minutes. I thought pretty much everything that anyone would have wanted to get covered was covered. A couple exceptions, stuff that you don't think about until after you leave the building. I thought Rooney was characteristically cool, uh, even a little bit more candid and stark on some answers than I'd expected. Saying, for example, at one point that if he didn't see Mike Tomlin as the right coach to lead the Steelers to their next championship. He wouldn't keep him around. It's just not lingo that's generally been applied in that direction from the owner to the head coach. Seemed a little strong. And by that, I don't mean the sentiment. I just mean the fact that it was spoken at all. When he came into the room before taking any questions, Rooney had a little bit of an opening statement. This Was part of it. I want you to listen to this carefully, please.
1: In terms of the next step, uh, we need to do everything we can to uh, to make sure we get quality play out of our quarterback position going forward. And uh, we still feel good about Kenny Pickett and his future, but uh, he knows he needs to work hard to take the next step. And uh, we've talked about that. you know, one of the things, of the things I think we, we liked about Kenny in terms of his career at Pitt was that, uh, how hard he worked, and, and he took a step every year. So, you know, we're looking for that to, to happen here. Uh, Mason Rudolph came in and, and showed, uh, I think, what we're capable, capable of when we do get quality play at, at the quarterback position.
0: I'm going to reread that last sentence for you for emphasis. Mason Rudolph came in and showed, I think, what we're capable of when we do get quality play at the quarterback position. The emphasis on the do, as you heard from the original audio, was his, not mine. Wow. I did not see that coming. I did not see the owner of the franchise assessing his quarterback play so black and white between pre-Mason and Mason. So you know all those times that I've complained to you that I constantly hear inside that building that they all saw and loved and appreciated what Mason did, they just don't say it out loud because the head coach still emphasizes Kenny so much that nobody even dares to say it. Well, guess who dared to say it? Right. Tomlin's boss, the one guy over his head. And what a thing that was to hear. Because not only did Rooney acknowledge what we all saw that Rudolph performed well, but also picked up the rest of the offense. And because the offense was on the field more, the defense was on the field less, so he essentially picked up the whole football team. But also, Rooney put Kenny on notice. Not necessarily in that quote, although you heard pieces of it in that quote, but at other points in the interview where he said, of Kenny and his strengths, he pointed to all the intangibles, pointed to his work ethic, pointed to his drive, pointed to how one of the things they liked about him at Pitt was that he progressed, he got better every year. But then when he turned the topic to Kenny's tangibles, he just rattled off a list of stuff that Kenny's got to work on, that he's got to get better at. He didn't say anything positive. It doesn't mean he doesn't think anything, but he didn't say anything positive about the tangibles. He drew a line between them and a hard line. Now, he also made clear that Mason's unsigned, must have mentioned that three or four times, so neither he nor anybody at the Steelers is really in much of a position to lay out some kind of 2024 master plan until they know who all they've got. But when you hear the owner say stuff like, Mason was a good fit for the guys he was playing with. That was the team. That was the group that he picked up. In addition to saying, we want him back, we hope to have him back, you get the idea that this is about as close as it comes to a direct edict from the owner to the people below him to get this done. Get Mason signed. Do whatever you have to after that to fill the quarterback room. And then, when you get to Latrobe, have yourselves an honest and fair competition. Whatever it is that constitutes a Latrobe competition, go nuts. I'm not in favor of any such competition because I can't take preseason seriously. Not after last summer. You know why? Because you, you right there listening to this show told me not to. So I'm out. (laughs) I'm out. If the quarterback has a perfect passer rating again, as Kenny did in the last preseason, I'm going to say, eh. (laughs) Can't have it both ways, my friends. We have time this week to go over a lot of the other stuff that came up, but I want to conclude this segment of this episode by sharing a question that I asked Rooney as to how his management and coaches allowed Mason to sit there under their watch for five years and not realize that he could do this until these final four games. Mason was here, obviously, for a long time before these past four games. Um, what's your view on
1: you for overlooked and not recognize that he could do what he did in those four games? Well, um, you know, I think uh, it's hard to say whether he would have had the same, you know, same results if he started a whole season. I mean, this wasn't the first season he played for us. And, and look, overall, I think Mason's results as a starting quarterback in the, in this league have been positive for the most part. And, and so we know that. And. And uh, we know that going forward, and that's one of the reasons why we want to have him back. So, uh, you know, whether whether he played, he should have played more prior to this, you know, I'm not going to speculate on that at this point.
0: They all back off on that one, don't they? Wow. When we come back, J1Q... Exciting news from Live Casino Pittsburgh's Poker Room. Join them this month for an $8,000 cash drawing on January 21st at noon. Don't miss the Westmoreland 300 multi-flight poker tournament starting January 23rd with a $25,000 guarantee prize pool. Seize your chance in the daily high-hand hustle promotion. The first 10 high-hands went up to $200 with a second round from 6 to 10 p.m. More action, more winnings, only at Live Casino Pittsburgh's Poker Room. Visit livecasinopittsburgh.com for details. Also, be sure to follow Live Pittsburgh's Poker Room on X, at LivePokerWML, for promotion and tournament news. Today's J1Q comes from Danny who asks, DK, how many years until we hear the part from Art Rooney where Mike Tomlin is shown the door? Same crap every year. Look, I'm not going to lie. This was the bulk of the feedback. This was the bulk of the J1Q entries that came following the Rooney session. Danny is speaking only for himself, and yet he's not because there was a stack of these. And you know what? I have no issue with it. I have no issue with that stance whatsoever. If Tomlin had been fired for whatever reason, whatever motivation, after this past season, I wouldn't have batted an eyelash. Why? Because I stand by my stance. And the episode that I did from Indianapolis, which was not rash, it was not rushed, I meant every syllable. The state of the franchise in that moment had fallen into such visible disrepair that the only reasonable approach that Rooney could have had to this offseason would have been to rifle through absolutely everything about this organization and make a conclusion from that on Tomlin's future. Well, Football being what it is, game every week, four games out of 18 total is a pretty big sample size. And for him to see the way the team, I don't want to say rallied around Mason Rudolph, because that makes it sound like a rah-rah story. That's not what happened. Mason just came in and gave them, as you heard Rooney say, quality quarterback play. That's what they rallied around. They rallied around their own abilities. They picked themselves up and they made it into the playoffs. The owner, as I see it, is within his rights to view that as a justification of some of the other decisions that might have looked dubious in Indianapolis. Meaning, do I have the right people? Do I have the right running backs? Do I have the right wide receivers? Do we have the right... Chemistry and culture and everything else. Well, he sees Mason come in and he sees the rest of the team do what it did. And he says, okay, maybe things aren't as awful as they seemed that day in Indy. I'm trying to relay or represent what I think his stance might be based on some of the stuff that he said yesterday. He did bring up how painful that three game losing streak was the one against, you know, Arizona and New England both being two and 10 and then just not even showing up to face the Colts. But he also made clear that he really loved what happened after that. He said that he values what Tomlin brings in terms of leadership. He values his ability to, how did he put it, uh, keep 20-year-olds paying attention over the course of a full season. I like that one. And he wants to improve other areas, brought up being more open-minded toward the coaches that they hire, toward the places where they hire them from, toward bringing in outside people. I thought that was a little bit interesting, but he also made clear that he wants to do it with this coach. So there it is. You are entitled to feel as you wish. So am I. And by the way, so is our Rooney. The only difference between all of us is that what he thinks is all that matters. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We're going to do another
1: one of these tomorrow.